Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. You are in for a treat today because we are going to be celebrating the two-year anniversary of this show today together by me sharing five lessons I've learned from the last five years in the podcasting industry. So if I'm going to share these five lessons with you, I've got to give you some context of what I've been up to in the last five years. Because, man, it has felt a lot longer than that. <laughs> Let me just tell you. So if you've been to my free masterclass, you know part of this story of how I got into the podcasting space. But I'm going to give you a little bit more context in this episode and share some of the reasons that I started my first show and why I started this show. And then ultimately, the five lessons I've learned, not just from being a podcaster, which is kind of what I'm focusing on today, but being behind the scenes as a podcast manager and as a podcast host. So to start from the beginning, I've got to take you back to 2016. Let me give you an idea of what I was up to. In the beginning of 2016, I was working in a pharmaceutical company for farm animals. And I was not a scientist, although I have a science background. I was running the gym inside of the pharmaceutical company. So you, I was a wellness manager, I believe my title was. And it was kind of a dream job in a lot of ways, besides the fact that I knew that I didn't want to work full time once I had kids. I just knew that I needed more flexibility than that. And once I landed this interesting job, I realized, man, I am not doing enough here. I was bored. I was watching a lot of Kardashians. <laughs> it was kind of a low for me, to be honest. If you're still following them to this day, no judgment. But I sunk into a lot of reality TV at that time. And I was just kind of like, man, what, you know, what's next? What's next? So that was early, early 2016. I was pregnant. And once I got pregnant with my first daughter, I was like, I, I just can't come back to this job. I just knew. Like, I'm not doing enough on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm sitting around, you know, reading reality TV critiques instead of like being busy. And I can't, you know, send my child off to daycare knowing like I'm not really doing anything with myself, <laughs> right? So in April of 2016, I had my first daughter. I knew that I wasn't going to go back to that full-time job. Instead, I was going to teach fitness classes, which is something that I'd been doing. I was going to start doing that part-time. Then I could have some of this flexibility where I was still bringing in money. I was still, you know, I was still doing something for Lauren, but I was also going to be able to be with my daughter a lot. And it definitely felt like a win-win. So a couple months after having my daughter, I started looking for part-time fitness jobs and around that same time in September, my best friend who was also in fitness, she bought me a podcasting mic and said, hey, we both have such an entrepreneurial spirit. Let's start a podcast. 
who knows what we're going to do with it? Let's just start it. And I was like, okay, yeah, why not? She was finishing her college degree in dietetics and we were both fitness instructors. So we're like, let's just like have a show where it's two friends talking about fitness, talking about dieting, which spoiler alert, I am anti-diet now. But we're like, let's just talk about this and see like if it resonates with people. And we loved podcasts ourselves. And so we, we just thought that was the best idea. And I mean, it was a pretty good idea. It took us a little while to get things up and running. And I, I believe we launched our first episode, like we launched the show in December of 2016. I, I definitely remember us like recording it and we were in different cities. So like we were trying to figure out those the right recording situation. And I remember recording in my car one time, which was like the worst audio ever. And of course, I did the closet thing. But like my house was small. My closets were even smaller if if they existed at all. And yeah, quality of sound was not there. That is for sure. Mind you, we both did not have any tech background when it came to podcasting or editing or anything. But I had a good amount of time on my hands. You know, I had a, a daughter that was a couple months old, but I didn't have a job. And so it was like, hey, let's just learn how to do this cool skill and figure it out as we go. So we finally launched the show, you know, to the world. We told people like, oh my gosh, we have a podcast. and. I mean, that was fun. <laughs> and that show was and is still called to this day, Fit Friends Happy Hour. Eventually, my friend moved to the same city as me and she would come to my house every single week and we would record and then I would spend another night editing and producing the show. And it really was such a fun experience. And I learned a lot over the first couple of months of doing that show, what it was like being behind the scenes. And I was also learning at the same time that the fitness industry was changing rapidly. And I just didn't really like it as much as I, I once did. I loved working out still, but the industry was changing. Boutique fitness was really coming into play. And I just I just didn't love it anymore. And so I thought, you know what, this is a this is the chance, like early 2017. What if we really make this podcasting thing into something? And what I thought was. I've heard of like, you know, freelance workers, like freelance writers. I'm sure like there's podcast editors. So I got an Upwork and I started looking around and I ended up landing a client. I want to say maybe in like February of 2017. That was like my first client working with someone else besides my own show and getting paid. And if you've heard my story before, I was getting paid $30 an hour to edit episodes that were taking me five hours long to do. So yeah, not a great situation <laughs> at all. I eventually told that client, hey, I, I have to walk away. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is just like not worth my time. I've got to figure out another way. I decided the freelancing thing was not going to work for me and just continued to stay in the fitness industry as an instructor and continue to produce the show with my friend. So I walked away from being a podcast editor in May of 2017 and fast forward a couple of months to September of 2017. I was actually pregnant again with my second daughter. And I went to a wedding with my husband. And we saw a girl there who had a young daughter and a baby. And my husband was like, oh my gosh, that's going to be us in like two months. Like we're going to, you know, we got this young daughter and we, we're going to have a baby and let's go talk to her. And I was like, you know, pregnant and not very chatty with people. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay, if you want, we can go talk to her. And it turns out that she 
taught people how to start freelance businesses. Yes, if you know who I'm talking about, Michaela Quinn, I met her at a wedding. We have a mutual connection. And she told me what she did. And I don't really remember that much of the wedding, like what I thought about it. But I must have like started following her on Facebook or I just maybe Facebook and my phone is super creepy and started sending me her Facebook ads. But I remember seeing a Facebook ad and was like, oh my gosh, that's that girl that I talked to at that wedding a couple days ago. And so then I started following her and I realized, oh, this can be something like the podcast editing freelance space. It can be something I just didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I mean, have you ever been there where you're like, you try it and you're like, oh, nope, that's not for me. And it's like, well, no, you just you just didn't know how to do it right. You know, silly me. So in January of 2018, I had my second daughter and I bought Michaela Quinn's course, became a VA, you know, the next month. But I didn't even consider my podcasting skills something that were really marketable. I didn't see it yet. Instead, I was like, I'm going to start as a VA. Maybe I'll be a social media manager. Maybe I'll go this route and that route. Who knows what I'll do? But I started as a VA and I worked as a VA for a couple of months. And I had a conversation with Michaela, I want to say in August of 2018. And I said, do you think that it's practical that I could be a podcast manager? And that wasn't really a term. You know, there was Pinterest managers and social media managers. And I was like, you know, you know those online space better than I do. Like, do you think I can be a podcast manager? Because I have this skill set and I really love podcasts and it'd be so cool to put these two things together. And she was like, go for it, try it. And in fact, she was launching a show in September and she wanted me to do it. So all the puzzle pieces started falling together and it was beautiful timing. And I launched her show and committed to calling myself a podcast manager and going all in, just testing it, right? Seeing like, is this going to work? Let me see. <laughs> Let me just see. And by January of 2019, I had so many people asking me, hey, you're a podcast manager. What is this? I'm obsessed with podcasts. I need to know how to do this. And I was like, no, no, no. I do not want to teach this. I'm so happy being a podcast manager and just working on the service side. I don't want to teach this. I don't want to be a course creator. But enough people asked me that I was like, okay, I've got to do something. <laughs> Specifically, Marcy, who is my podcast manager right now, she was asking me like, can you just tell me like how, just tell me anything, right? Like just teach me anything, like record me one video. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll do it. And I was busy with client work. And, you know, I had two daughters. My One of my daughters was a year old. My other one was three years old. And I started recording videos just for like this mini course. I think it was $50. And I, I recorded videos at like 1 a.m. And put them up on Teachable. And Marcy found it before it was even like, it was live, but like I didn't like, she like found the URL. She was just searching. When's Lauren gonna put this out? So so she was actually my very first student back in January of 2019. And I just kept the course in beta for so long because I was like, I don't know what, I don't know if I wanna go all in on this. And it took me, I think maybe about nine months to say like, okay, I love this. I am going to keep clients, but I'm gonna build this course and Fast forward to 2022, and it's just been a, an amazing ride. So that's my that's my condensed version of, of what I've been up to in the last five years. So before I dive into the five lessons that I've learned from the last five years in the podcasting industry, I wanted to wrap up this story 
in two ways. So yes, my BFF, Katie Hake, is still producing the Fit Friends Happy Hour podcast. So go check that out. She's a dietitian who teaches intuitive eating and which is like a non-diet approach. It's super cool. That show is still alive. And I'm so happy that she has kept it going since December of 2016. The second thing I wanted to share was the sweetest clip that I have kept of my oldest daughter, Samantha, saying Fit Friends Happy Hour. So we started the show when she was maybe six months old. And I recorded her saying Fit Friends Happy Hour, the words, in 2018. So before we move on, I will need to share this super cute clip with you. Can you say fit? Fit. Can you say friends? Friends. Can you say happy? Happy. Can you say hour? Hour. Good job. And then say, have a great day. Have a great day. Good job. Fit friends, happy hour. Have an hour. Happy hour. Please tell me I'm not the only one that thinks that's adorable. I had to share it here. But I forgot to mention also, you're probably wondering, when did I leave the show, the Fifth Friends Happy Hour show? And when did I start this show? I forgot to even mention that. So in January of 2019, whenever I had people asking me how to become a podcast manager and I was working with a lot of clients... I was surpassing my monthly income goal of $5,000 and things were just really like moving quickly. That was when I had to have the tough conversation with my friend Katie to say, hey, you're coming here once a week. I'm only working evenings. I'm producing our show for free. It's taking up two nights a week and I just couldn't do it anymore, right? Like I, I, I wanted to work with more clients and I wanted to grow my business. And I said, I have to walk away as a host and as the producer what are you going to do? <laughs> are you going to keep the show going? Are you going to pay someone to be your podcast manager? Like what? what's going to happen? And she took a break for a couple of months, but then she ended up hiring someone from my course who's her podcast manager and she's continued to host it. So, so glad that that all worked out, but I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't going to have any expectations of, of what would happen after I leave. And it was the best decision. Although of course that was hard to say. So then in July of 2020, I had been running my course for a year and a half, but really seriously for maybe a year. And I realized, hey, it's time for me to start another show about podcast management. And the, some of the lessons that I'm going to go over are going to show you why I was so hesitant to do that. People had been asking me for the past like two years, ever since I left the show that I was previously on, like, oh, do you have your own podcast? And I and I liked that I could say no because I could then explain what I actually did. So I'm like, no, no, I'm not a podcaster. I'm a podcast manager. And I could explain to, to them what that was. So I liked that distinction. And I was afraid to start another show and it just be like not valuable or like a passion pro. I didn't, I didn't need a passion project. <laughs> I did not need a passion project. I wanted to grow my business. I wanted to serve my students really well. By this time, to keep tabs on my family, I had had my third daughter in April of 2020. So I was like, I don't need passions. I've got a passion, and that's being a mom, <laughs> being a wife, and running this amazing business. And so I didn't want to start another show and just be a host for, for like no good reason. So I thought, if I'm really going to start a new show for podcast managers, then I'm going to make sure that I'm, I implement all of these lessons that I've learned 
and make it the show that really, really works for me. Okay, so lesson number one from the past five years in the podcasting industry. The most effective shows are niched down and a free resource. Hands down, I think the most important thing that makes a show great, the show really understanding why it exists and why it's different than other shows and what it really provides to its audience. If it's just like all the other shows out there, you know, all the other business shows or all the other two friends talking to each other shows or whatever, then that's exactly what it is. It's kind of a copycat of a bunch of different shows. And if podcast listeners listen to eight shows a week and you're not making that short list, then you're not getting as many downloads as you probably want to get. So that's the number one thing that I wanted to do with this show, but I also was helping my clients with was how can we really nail down what's different about this show and why it's essential that someone listens to it each week. Things I've tried to focus on with this show versus, you know, Fit Friends Happy Hour is in this show, I really focus on answering questions. And yes, answering questions, like if you send them to me in my DMs, then yes, I would love to do a podcast episode on them. But more than that, I really like to see questions on Facebook or get questions and say, oh, I have a podcast episode on that and be able to get into your ear for 15 minutes, 20 minutes and answer your question versus trying to answer it on Facebook, you know, on a thread or, you know, in the DMs or whatever. I can say, hey, I've actually got your answer ready to go. That's by far my favorite thing to do with this show. And I think one of the reasons why I've been able to grow it, and I think it's because I have been really clear with what I'm talking about on this show and who I'm talking to. And I've answered questions in that way and shared with people like, hey, go listen to this episode for this answer and go listen to this episode for this answer. Because of those two reasons, I've been able to grow my downloads from around 100 downloads an episode to over 400 downloads an episode in just two years. So as you're hearing these lessons, you can think about how you can help your clients or your future clients implement these different things. And you can start to look at other shows and say, oh, yes, that's why I love this show. That's why I love that show. And really kind of increase your knowledge and what you think makes a great show. The second lesson that I've learned being behind the scenes in the podcasting industry is to keep your topic simple and to talk about the same things in different ways. Not so that you're just creating like mass amount of content, so that your message, your client's message is super clear. People have to hear something, what, seven times before they actually hear it, hear it. And, you know, people read books like over and over. It's the same book and they just keep reading it, <laughs> especially like a business development book. I sometimes, Some of them I'm like, I need to just have this like going on in the back of my mind at all times just so that the lessons can really sink in. So by keeping your topics simple and keeping your episodes really targeted, then you can talk about the same type of thing, but in different ways so that the listener can hear it in different ways and it can hit them differently on different days that they listen to it and so they can really absorb the message and get as many takeaways as they can. The third lesson that I've learned as a podcast manager and a podcaster is stay true to your style. My style is definitely short and sweet and to the point. And that's how I've written my show notes. 
That's how I communicate a lot of times with people. That's how I record my solo episodes. This is actually going to be like a long solo episode for me. I'm usually like around 15 or 20 minutes of a solo episode. And that's my style. And although I have to be honest, when I look at how long I've been talking and I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I just say all of that? And it's only been 15 minutes. This is not long enough. You know, that's what I always think is like, this isn't long enough. And yet I've allowed myself to stay true to my style and it has worked, right? Because that's kind of how I show up my best is in my own style, right? And so I would encourage you to do the same. I think this next lesson is going to be your favorite. It is lesson number four, don't edit your own show. Now, if you're a podcast manager, maybe you just started your own show for your business or for another reason. And you're like, no, 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 no. I definitely produce my own show. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. But you probably also know that editing your own show is kind of the worst idea for two reasons. Number one, you start to be critical on yourself. Maybe you're above that. I'm not above that. I'm critical on myself. And whenever I would listen to myself talk on Fit Friends Happy Hour, it would start to change how I spoke in later episodes. And I actually thought, I remember Katie and I hearing like, if you start a podcast, you'll become a better public speaker. And her and I both loved public speak. So we thought that, that was a really great benefit of having our own show. And it's like, no, it's like saying if you talk a lot in your normal life, you get better at talking. And it's like, no, you're just, you're not improving anything. You're just like ingraining whatever habit you have when you speak. You're just ingraining those, right? So I would hear myself speak and I would be like, oh my gosh, I sound annoying when I say that, or I sound uneducated, or I need to stop doing this, or I need to... And so I would become more self-conscious and change under the critical eye of myself instead of just being who I was on the show. And so that was definitely not a good thing about editing your own show. But also, I've kind of, I've gone past that over time for sure. But that probably comes with some age as well, right? Also, you don't take your show as serious as you take a client's. Once again, maybe this is just me. But whenever I first started this show, the podcast manager show, I thought, I'm going to get it up and running for a couple of months, and then I'm going to hire a podcast manager because, duh, I'm going to hire a podcast manager. That's what I That's what I teach. That's what I do. Like, I have to give this opportunity to someone. I just was totally game for that. What I didn't realize was that I wasn't going to prioritize my show at all, <laughs> and the show was actually going to be bad if I was the producer. So it only took me a couple of weeks to realize, nope, I'm not the best producer for this show. I've got to get someone else on board. The takeaway is that someone else will love on your show probably more than you will. Even if it's like your baby and you just like love this so much, someone else is probably going to do a better job. So just consider not being the editor, not being the producer of your own show. My last lesson for you that I've learned in my podcast management business and in my years of being a podcast host is to test things. Get out there, test things, see how things go, learn from those mistakes. Focus on community. If you are the podcast host, focus on building a community around your show. If you are a service provider like a podcast manager, focus on building the community around you that is going to inspire you and get you out of your own head and help you to grow. Just the community piece is so crucial and gonna just help you to really grow over the years. And the last thing is to celebrate. I try to celebrate something every single week. And some weeks, it's hard. 
Some weeks it's super easy, but I try every single Thursday to celebrate something in my business because it's really easy to just keep chugging, chugging, chugging away and continually keep pushing the goalpost or the finish line away, away, away. So you just keep striving and striving and you never really sit down and look and see all the things that you've accomplished, everything that you've gotten better at, everything that's been given to you over the years. So keeping a practice of celebrating and or gratitude helps make this journey of building a business or building a show really more worthwhile and more fun. So that's it. Those are five of the lessons that I've learned in the five years that I've spent in the podcast industry. Man, it has felt longer than that, but it's been a long five years. That is for sure in a good way. What I'm excited about next is to try some more partnerships and ads with my own show. I honestly feel more comfortable doing ads for my clients and doing those partnerships for my clients and when it comes to my own show, I'm like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. I, I, you know, I drag my feet. And so I'm excited to really explore that as the show goes towards three years. I also wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. Whenever you found the show, whether it was yesterday, a year ago, two years ago, thank you so much for jumping in the car and hanging out with me each week. I truly love talking about podcast management I was hesitant to start the show, but I'm so, so glad I did because it has been really fun and, to be honest, really easy and natural for me to do. So I'm so glad that I took the plunge two years ago. And I can't wait to talk about podcast management to you guys, podcast managers, for another two years. If you would like to help celebrate the last two years of this show, I would absolutely love if you wrote me a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know when you found the show, what you like best about it, and what you want to see from the show in the coming months. Thanks so much for tuning into this special episode and hearing more about my story from 2016 to 2022. Talk to you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.